Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just waiting on Brian to load up. Well, screw it. We'll do it live. What's up, everybody, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to C2C Radio Show. That's right, Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio live on podbean.com, c2cradioshow.com, and, of course, on replay anywhere you find your podcast. And that's everything from Amazon to Apple to uh, Google Play. Gosh, there's even some providers out in India that have us out there. We got actually a pretty solid following out in India. So hello to our folks overseas. Yes. I'm Please Stan do not Rupp. take offense to anything that I may have said. Or may still say. You never know. I'm Stan Grubb, my that co-host, tag team partner, Rob Hefner. What's up, Rob? What's happening, fellers? How's your week been? Well, it's Monday, so... Right. So let's just let's just tiptoe carefully into the good <laughs> yonder. And Brian Taylor, go ahead. Brian Taylor will be joining us here momentarily. He is just loading everything up. Podbean is a uh, it's still a process for us. We're still learning our way. Um, and honestly, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't considering trying to find us a different outlet because it is such a pain in the neck to get live streaming to work through one one outlet you would think it would be easy but but it's actually not <laughs> it's actually not as easy as it should be uh, i mean and you think and that's the problem with free streaming services and things like that when we try so hard to bring people to listen to us quality cool stuff and i mean like that's the first time we've ever heard the music coming in you know like Normally, you're like, hey, we're playing the music, and we're like sitting there going, doo, 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 and the running joke is, oh, uh, you know. Right. But um, for us to be sitting here, and then it's just that what we talked about, you know. We try to bring our new thing. We try new things, and some things work. Some things don't. Right, right. And, hey, you know, we could end up back on Spreaker at some point. We could not. I'm – trying hard to get us to a position where we have honestly a cost effective but reliable solution and i think that's what i think that's what a lot of streamers find i can hear him he's with us brian taylor what's up brian listen why don't y'all just stop the belly aching all right so let's see i'm gonna try and knock this out no bullying you guys suck wow you stink wow i mean uh suck up your problems there we go. I, think I just with, covered all three of them. With all due respect. Oh, you respect, forgot to say. Oh, res- respect. <laughs> re- respect. 
<laughs> well, you st- shot, stopped, you forgot to say shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn. That's uh, 833. <laughs> <laughs> Rob launches the first um, F-bomb. All righty. Uh, you know, and I think Brian said it best when we should all just shut up. So let's just do a silent show. Uh, let's see, defamatory, harassing, obscene, racist. <laughs> Race? What? I, uh, well, I'm just reading the other disclaimer. See what I can. Who you call it? Racist? Racist? I didn't call nobody racist. I'm reading the disclaimer. Ah, okay. In green. Of course, this episode of C2C Radio Show Corner to Corner is brought to you by the wonderful folks at Dubby Energy Drinks. That's Dubby D U B B Y dot G G. Get yourself your own energy drink powdered today. Get the mix. Get the shaker. Use the promo code C2C Radio to get yourself 10% off. You got Dragonade Energy Drink, Dub Sludge, Beach and Peach, and Grenade Energy Drink. All available right now. Use the coupon code of C2C Radio. Get yourself yourself some energy. Be like us. Be high energy. Unlike last week, where we were all half asleep, I think. It's because we didn't have our W Energy drink. Right. Yes. And, and now we will. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. Correct. Monday Night Raw is on the air right now. Trish Stratus was uh, bringing us in with a confrontation with Bailey. It amounted to absolutely jack squat. The fans in Toronto got a moment with Trish. Congratulations. You'll get to see her maybe again in a couple of years. She's done her contract thing. She's right. done it now. That's her appearance. There you go. Y'all wanted her. You gotta shit it. <laughs> Women's Tag Team Tournament is continuing with Alexa Bliss and Asuka against uh, Io Sky and Dakota Kai. I'm starting to wonder if they've got it uh, got it set up so they can just say Sky and Kai just to have it rhyme. Sounds like a Vince thing. I think it will be. You never know. I mean, here's the Miz. Woo woo. I don't like the Miz. I think the Miz is fun when he's like playing the mind games, you know. And I wouldn't put him on the level of flair, but I would just say, like, those mind games with people. And then for him to, like, um, sorry. I think we're going to get in trouble here in a minute. Uh-oh. Why? We're going to have a copyright hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh wow! Eos Sky and uh, Dakota Kai come away with the victory over Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Did you Eos think Sky any different? Pinned Oscar. Wow. When is the last time Oscar was actually pinned, though? Oh uh, well, let's see. She's given up. She's been pinned. Um, she's probably lost by DQ. I mean, her. Has she, the, has she lost the, my forfeit yet? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. Like, when does she not lose now? That's so sad. Is the problem? How dominant was she when she first got to NXT, and then how 
Just like you said, how many different ways can they make Asuka lose? Wow. And oh, hey, we got Trips back in charge. And he loved NXT and he did such great things. And look at him. Bam. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. So uh, Nikita Lyons and uh, Zoe Starks were supposed to be in the tag team tournament for the women's tag team titles. Well, neither were able to make the show, one with a concussion, one with other health issues that have yet to be confirmed. There's lots of rumors about what they could be, but we don't have a confirmation, so we're not going to speculate. Anyway, they're pulled from the tournament. They're replaced by Toxic Attraction. Attraction, not attraction. Uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane were the uh, replacements. They win, but... Apparently that's not not counting because yeah, there's gonna be a second chance fatal four way tag team match, and uh, the toxic attraction win just doesn't count because they're not even in the match. But Vince isn't in control. Hmm. All I heard was. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> well, it's, it, in, in all fairness, that's kind of how it feels saying it because it's so confusing. Say it again. I, I said it's confusing. It's a conundrum. It's a it's a uh, enigma wrapped up in a mystery wrapped up in a puzzle. In a puzzle. A puzzle. A puzzle. Rob, you know you should have come over. I had I got your thirty bucks, bro. He's got your thirty dollars. I should have, sorry. Mine just ghosted you, bro. I got home late. <laughs> You know, but alas, soon we will have you over and we will FaceTime Stan and we can be like, ha ha, we're hanging out. Fine. Be that way. Isn't that bullying also? Um, No, bullying would be nobody likes you and that's why we don't hang out with you. Hmm? Got to be at least body shaming or something. I don't know. Fatso. See, there you go. Oh, gosh. Let's see here. AEW's Fight Forever gets its first real gameplay by fans in Germany this week. Uh, Among the showcased games of Alone in the Dark, Tempest Rising, Recreation, Outcast 2, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake, The Valiant, Spellforce, and, of course, AEW Fight Forever. It's going to be spotlighted on the 24th. All the way through the 28th. So I would be looking forward to seeing some some gameplay footage from AEW games. I'm sure they'll be showing that to us pretty soon. I just want to see what uh, the uh, different versions of the game are. Man, it seems like it's taken them forever just to figure out what they're going to actually do with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they just do the game, I mean... I, I don't necessarily have any heartburn with that. That's fine. I'll pay the 
50 bucks or 60 bucks that it is for the game. But I'm kind of with you. I'd like to see if they do some exclusives because they have so many opportunities with it, whether mm-hmm. it's autographs, T-shirts, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Are we going to get uh, downloadable content? Mm-hmm. You know. Give me a reason to buy. Right now, Fight Forever shows on GameStop everything from Xbox, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, all showing $60, basically, $59.99, and release date of 12 31 That's just a placeholder. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. What other wrestling news? Uh, let's see here. Oh, well, there's the obvious. You know, Rob, I think you put something in the ether last week. You remember we were talking about one CM Punk, and you were saying, well, why don't you tell everybody what you were saying last week? Because I can't remember what I was saying last week. You can't remember what you said about CM Punk? Let me remind you. That he's you. overrated? Oh, well, okay. That he's a waste of space? Okay, and here he goes. That he would be lucky to be Shawn Michaels' lazy eye. Damn. Okay, you didn't say that last week, but okay. <laughs> Jeez. Holy, holy shit. Uh, so, I don't know what it is, but maybe you just got under his skin. I'm sure CM Punk is an avid listener of the show. After this past Wednesday, I'm starting to wonder if there's anybody that he likes and maybe anybody that likes CM Punk. He came out and essentially set fire to just about anybody he could. He burns Adam Page, says that's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit, which uh, has a lot of people talking. Some people are saying that this was an unplanned, off-script CM Punk going into business for himself, taking an opportunity to get back at Adam Page for apparently Page breaking script on him back in May. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of this. He said some some cutting things to him. He said some cutting things to Moxley. What do you guys think? What do you think? Was CM Punk was he shooting? Was this all part of the part of the uh, part of the plan? In my defense, I said what I said just to piss you off. So. Aha. If I just happen to piss him off, well, good. Maybe he can use this passion. But honestly, it could have been a simple, he's just pissed at Adam Page, and then everybody's going, everybody's losing their damn minds about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to get see him get back in the ring and get, like, let's get a series. Let's figure out the thing. Um, with the belt first and Mox, and then let's move on, you know? Yeah, move on, we shall. We've got a uh, a really surprise, big surprise that was announced towards the end of Dynamite this past Wednesday that, hey, they're going to unify the titles. They're going to do it this week, this Wednesday. Brian, was CM Punk shooting? Does it matter? No. Well, I mean, why should it? Like, so if it's if he's shooting, why wouldn't the mic have been cut? 
Why would you know, we that... have then gone into one, two, what, two segments with mm -hmm. him and Mox? And then we moved up the match by a considerable amount. And forget his snow angels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, if he's shooting and Tony doesn't know, wouldn't Tony be pissed? Because, you know, apparently Tony's got fucking you know, a big attitude. And he's and he's and he's a menace backstage because it's no. his company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's like that, like in control, that he's just gonna let CM Punk go off whatever tangent and not be like, nope. Mm -mm, let me just let me just end this now. Maybe it's they need a bad guy, and CM Punk is the guy to fill it. I, I, I kind of agree with that. I think when you look at what CM Punk said with how he delivered it, there was a normal cadence for what he normally does. It came out pretty much like anything. Anybody who's watched CM Punk for a period of time knows how he behaves, especially when he's getting ready to turn. I kind of feel, I kind of agree with you. I feel like this is more like we're going to see a CM Punk heel turn, and what will happen most likely, if not this week at All Out, is we're going to see a face MJF. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, not so fast. Pump the brakes. Oh. Okay. So MJF cut the quote-unquote promo of the year, pipe bomb of the year, as some would say, uh, absolutely going off and lambasting Tony Khan, among other things, and then disappears. He's gone. He just finished his, his feud with Wardlow. Before that, he'd come out of a great feud with CM Punk. I mean, he's the he was the talk of the town for a good few weeks. And then, boom, gone. Mystery. Like, absolutely not even showing up. Not even mentioned. Some call that of work and say that he's just now off TV and supposedly coming back. Because he hates his contract, remember? Right. Yes, that's right. Because he wanted wanted to get more money. Or go to WWE. So a CM Punk heel turn makes for a strong heel. That's for sure. Especially at the top level. So do we continue to see him and John Moxley in a feud that's long term? Or do we see him and Hangman Page? Or is there Who somebody else we're just not seeing? Both Page and Mox. Okay, so when he wins the title, who's next? Well, after he beats Mox, I would assume that he would get Adam Page. Who is? Who's more over as a face, Page or Mox? I would say Mox. Mox. What? Yeah. No, nah, I think y'all are delusional on that one. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. ask me again. They eat up cowboy shit. Ask, ask me again. They really, they really do. I mean, yeah, they they eat that up, but is he more over than Wild Thing? Yes, I think so. I mean, the entire audience sings along to Wild Thing while he's walking to the ring for five minutes. Yeah, but they sing along to Jericho's theme too. That doesn't mean it, he's over as a face. Jungle Boy, it, they do it for Jungle Boy. <laughs> hey, Jungle Jack Perry. 
<laughs> He's over, baby. <laughs> Adam Page's theme has no lyrics, or they would do it to that as well. If you just put, like, Beer Drinker in it, they'd, they'd be able to do that. Adam Cole. I think Adam you know Cole will always be over. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is just because they sing the song, that doesn't... It doesn't mean that he's like more over than Paige. I think the crowd reacts more to Mox. I think they respond better to him. I think they get behind him. They believe in him. I think Adam Page, when he's motivated, he gets the crowd riled up and they stay behind him. I think when he's not, and it's been times, especially during his title reign, where he just didn't seem motivated. He had a great match with Archer in that uh, street fight. I guess we could say match with quotes around it, right? But he wasn't exactly motivated with his promos, and Lord knows Archer wasn't bringing the heat with it either. It wasn't until he got back into his title defense against Punk where, again, quote-unquote going off script against Punk, saying he's saving AEW from Punk. That apparently is the comment that made CM Punk mad, by the way. I can live with a mad CM Punk. Same here. Likewise. I mean, I feel like if if this... Here's the thing. I'm okay with... Wow, I wonder if this is really this way. I'm okay with the controversy of it. But after a while, you gotta... And I, I think Brian says it usually better than either, any of us. After a while, you gotta, you gotta pump the brakes and go, Hey, wait. <laughs> Let's remember the business we're in. Let's remember what we're watching. And remember that these are the guys that are the masters of making sure that we, they've sold the tickets and you're not going to sell tickets. If people can't believe that you're angry or want a match. Like I, I, I kind of think that there's probably some elements of anger and legitimacy behind what he's saying. Cause that's where all good promos come from. But I, I don't necessarily think that he's just going to shoot, so to speak, especially if Tony Khan is, I'm, I feel like I'm just repeating what Brian says, but you get the point. <laughs> maybe it's Brian maybe it's Memory. <laughs> Brian's like motherfucker I just what is said the that. WWE trying to bring back I have no idea what, what did they um, say they wanted to what what rating did they want to go back to uh that was towards the end of Vince's run so I don't TV, know how much of that you TV can really put 14. in but yeah supposedly TV 14 but I don't know Correct that me if I'm draw, wrong. Nothing has really gotten that. Well, they just because they <laughs> just simply don't know what they're doing. That's quite. But that would that would be more akin to the Attitude Era, right? Yes. So now we have a now on the other side of the street we have a guy that likes to fly off at the mouth, mm-hmm. cuts really good promos, insults everybody, and just wants to be a bright old-fashioned dick to everybody kind of sounds like michaels you got mox who you know just likes to go out there and fight kind of sounds like somebody you got an owner that is just supposed to be stark raving mad kind of sounds like somebody else during the 14 tv 14 era too doesn't it so you think this is a a sign of desperation, not by no, not by the, AEW or WWE, but by the media to twist this around. Yeah. It, so listen. So we've said it on multiple occasions, right? 
right now, nobody tells a story like AEW. Yeah. Right? Nobody is taking us on these fantastic rides like AEW. Right? Mm -hmm. AEW's got Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Dustin Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Big Show, Mark Henry. The list goes on and on and on and on and on, right? Of people that are very intelligent when it comes to the way of uh, wrestling. Who's to say they didn't all get together and say, let's let's do what they did and blur the lines Mm -hmm. so nobody can tell what's going on. And only certain ones know, and they're just blurring the lines just for people to talk about it. Because now that's what we're doing, right? Talking about Mm -hmm. CM Punk. It's all over Twitter and Facebook. And I'm sure if you go pull up all types of little dirt sheets, it's all over dirt sheets, right? That's all they're talking about is CM Punk. And the eyes are starting to watch CM Punk. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's to say they didn't say, well, let's just, let's, let's get real. Let's try and be real for once. That's what, that's what they did in the past and it worked beautiful, right? WCW and WWE. When they got real, people watched. Because it was, it was that much more enjoyable. It's interesting because you mentioned social media, you mentioned Twitter and it is, it is mind-boggling how fast fans flocked to Twitter and said, "Oh God, CM Punk is a piece of crap. You can't believe anything he said. This is what happened when he quit WWE." Like instantly, everybody that was so excited and happy to see CM Punk back in the ring, Punk's a quitter. He's a he's a bitch. He blah blah blah. Like it was crazy. It was less than it was less than an hour. After that promo, it was before anybody could have actually printed any kind of story. It was suddenly CM Punk is the bad guy. It was fast. It was a quick, quick turnaround. I mean, you said it best. Like, it's the people that are just trying to find a reason. The ones that the ones that are so diehard WWE that they're just, oh, we got to. Oh, look. Oh, look. Like, it just always has to be something. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Mox even said it. When he came out, he's like, oh, look, CM Punk's laying down another pipe bomb. But it's that everybody's trying to rush to be right. Mm-hmm. You know? Everyone's trying to be the the one that has the story and oh my god look look we're gonna have it and then nothing yeah especially as of late outside of the returns which have been leaked conveniently for pretty much everybody except dakota kai um eo shirai was still technically in the in the wind bailey people really knew that she was coming back at some point it was just a matter of time um but now with the constant threat of return, 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 or surprise, 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 and then when it fails to deliver, we're right back where we were. Well, 
They didn't deliver again. Time to find out what's on um, what's on AEW. At least their wrestling's good. We get to AEW, and like Brian said, we go for the ride because we get a quality storyline at the top. We get a quality storyline in the middle. And hey, when we get to the women's division, at least there's one out of that entire group, one storyline that's running consistent with Jade Cargill. I may not be a big fan of her, but at the same time, at least it's a storyline I can follow and get behind. Because sooner or later, somebody's got to beat her. And now my curiosity is, okay, if I'm not a Jade fan, who's going to beat her? It's something to, to buy into. So, yeah, blurring the lines, to, to Brian's point, is a big deal um, because it's getting people talking. And that's a positive, but I, I can honestly say that while I do follow certain media outlets, it does raise a lot of question marks. Like where – especially the ones that are charging for their news – much as I respect their hustle, I mean, if this information is just leaked out there to you and people are getting it, because Meltzer used to get that stuff, didn't he? Didn't he used to get formats? He would get what he thought was everything. Right, right. And that's and what we're saying. Like, yeah. there's yeah. so many people out here that, I mean, by God, we like to get to shows early. Yes. You know, so it's people that get to shows early that are sitting there and they watch a wrestler in the back or they watch somebody come out and it's like, oh, God, they didn't have any CM Punk shirts in the merch trailer. He must he must be on his way out. Right. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. They had only one MGF stuff or, you know. Look, that guy looked mad when he was talking to CM Punk when they went to commercial. Jericho came out and didn't do his whole th- like. Come on, mm-hmm. you know. And it's the same ones that are sitting there. There's like with WWE, you've got two sides. You've got the ones that are think that Triple H is going to save it overnight, and you've got the ones that are sitting there just waiting for it to fall. You know, waiting for it to continue to go. And we'll see what happens, you know? Just throwing some information here on social media for people to join the chat room. Hey, if you ever get a chance, come on through Podbean while we're live. You also can call in. That's right. You can join the show and and give us your thoughts. So now I'm not going to say we won't hang up on you because, you know, no one said we had to. But no one says we can't. Yeah, why would you even invite people to do that? <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe you might get some fans in here that want to want to converse with us. Okay. Next. Well, Sonny, to... Ch- Sonny, <laughs> Sonny is completely different, though. Sonny, I, you know, here's the thing. You remember when we had um, his lordship on, and it was a pretty passionate conversation. My fear is that will happen with Sonny. Only it'll be Sonny that boldly marches out because he's like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> I just because he's very passionate in what he believes, and I respect the hell out of him. I don't always agree with him, but I respect him because he stands his ground and he does it pretty well. Um, but I <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Can, I, I won't say nothing. Oh no, I'm not saying that you would do anything. I will sit there and listen because you two. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You two are different sides of the same stupid coin. 
I still don't quite understand what you mean by that, but okay. A lot of your arguments, you make the exact same point, you just don't realize you're making the exact same point. Who? Stan and Sonny. I guess I have to take your word for it on that. I've 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 only felt like that one time, and that was with the uh, the ratings aspect when we were talking about it the other day. Last you week, know, I, as a matter of fact. So so I really haven't gotten too involved in those. Yeah. I just like watching because they're they're kind of funny. But there's a lot of times y'all will get on the same tangent, and he will be like, "Yes, this is." Uh, let's see, like. Uh, I don't know, uh, something about WWE's roster being talented. You'll, you'll be like, no, AEW's roster is talented. And they'll just go back and forth about how talented the rosters are. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you'll put down the other roster and you'll put down WWE. But it's it's like, it's the same coin. Y'all are just flipping in the air. Like sometimes y'all just get on these little, again, things. You know, oh, Tony Khan sucks because he he can't do this, this, this. Well, Vince sucked because he didn't do this, this, this. <laughs> All right, like, now that's true. That's happened. I can I can wait, I can fess up to that. <laughs> wait, like y'all? I mean, y'all are, are y'all just repeating each other? <laughs> y'all like parroting <laughs> each other? Or what are y'all doing here? I like so. Sonny. He brings out good conversation sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't Stan likes to argue with himself. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's the debate healthy. Other times, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> the times where I don't say anything is usually where it's really annoying. The times where I do say something is because I'm having fun with it. Although there have been a couple times where I was like, ah, I can't believe I haven't. <laughs> not not that I would ever do it to him. So if he's if you're listening, Sonny, I would never do this. But I can't believe at some points I haven't just booted him out of the chat or something. Get out! You disagree with me. <laughs> Well, oh, because that's, that's real adult. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Was, I didn't say I was mature. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 here go we go. Away. Here we go. Disagree with me. Go away. Your opinion, you can have your opinion as long as it's not different than mine. <laughs> your opinion is wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah. You're afraid to title your opinion, but I do not have to accept, accept it or let it be aired on my TV show. That's right. Yeah. Me and all the dozens and dozens of listeners that's right we got uh, four words for you are you gonna say them or just let the air go dead for a while? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let let that sit I'm just oh. gonna let it sit oh Trish Stratus is backstage now and now she's with Aaliyah this this reeks of heel turn Trish is gonna go with Bailey calling it right now is Trish wrestling or is she going to manage or? So this is the weird part of the open, right? Um, <clears throat> Trish comes out and confronts. Well, she starts off like saying she's been thinking about something and then Bailey interrupts her and out comes Bailey with Dakota Kai and EO sky. And they start kind of running her down a little bit. And so Trish starts basically saying, you know, just as easily as I said, I was retired. Then she takes her jacket off. She could say, that I was retired. You know what I mean? Like she's threatening to come back. They talk it up a little bit. Trish starts to say again that she's really been thinking it over and they interrupt her again. Down comes Bianca Belair. And it just seems like they're setting up for Trish to come back to the ring. 
Okay. She does a fight every now and then. When did she last uh, wrestle? Who knows? Who cares? Ouch. They bring her back every so often just to make her go, ooh, and make everybody go, wow. And then everybody in Canada goes, that's her. Because she looks just the same. I mean, that's a good thing. Nothing wrong with a little Trish Stratus. A little satisfaction for you. Jeez. Just leave me in the wind there, guys. Thanks. So once again, <laughs> instead of the WWE making new stars or pushing their new stars, let's just bring in, you know, an old yep. hat. And that is where... The whole argument of, yeah, it's Triple H at the helm. He's running the show. Well, I don't know because we're seeing a whole lot of Vince-isms happen. Well, and I think Go ahead. he's the head of creative. He's had a talent, but also there's so many stooges still around. Yes. You know, Richard like. Richard being one of them. Like you got Pritchard and then you got that other guy. Whatever his name is. I can't remember his name yet uh, right now. Um, but but who has and I'm not say? giving excuses. It's just this. He's the head of talent and creative. He could literally he should have the power to literally walk in the room tonight and go, this is bullshit. What, what's, why is it happening? You know? And or he had the power to look at Trish going, hey, Trish, I know Vince brought you back and was going to do an angle with you in a couple weeks, but Vince is gone, and here's your check for hanging out with us. Don't worry about coming. So we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, it's just... Uh, Something it's, tells me that's all trips. You know, it's stinking. Like, remember when they came out on Raw and said... We hear you. We're going to be more involved. We want the fan to have a voice. And it's like... Your fans are in charge now. That worked for about a week. Yeah, but that was Vince. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that that whole charade was Vince. I, I'm sure Trish is, is Triple H. For whatever stinking reason. Oh, I got nobody on the roster... No females with star power. Let me, let me just go go find one. Well, and that's the thing. It kind of begs the question of, okay, well, your your predecessor spent years just destroying everything you had built up. Why would you not just, to your point, go back in and go, okay? For example, like with Shayna Baszler, what he's doing on SmackDown. Shayna's getting elevated again. Now I don't know, and I'm I'm. 50-50 on it, depending on the weather, if Shane is going to beat Liv Morgan for the title. <laughs> wow, okay. But at the same time, that was... Shayna Boozler H will always be Shayna Boozler. <laughs> well, but she was a Triple H pushed product in NXT. So it feels like, on one hand, that he's pushing for that. But then you get to Raw, and uh, Bianca Belair is your Raw Women's Champion, and there is no clear-cut challenger for the Raw Women's title right yet. You have possibilities, but you don't have any real challengers out there. Like, no uh, no top contender's been named. We'll put it like that. Yeah, but I think you have Bailey. 
I would list Bailey as your top contender. I mean, I think that's where they're going with it. I yeah. think she will ultimately be that top contender, but they haven't named one. And I guess it's because of the fact that they're trying to build Bailey's faction first and then position Bailey. Maybe I'm just getting the order of it all mixed up. Uh, I mean, you, you might be right because, shoot, why why wouldn't we just do a run in and immediately propel her right to the top? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why do we have to build a faction? Normally, you don't build factions, especially one such as that. They just go out there and start terrorizing people. Yeah, exactly. And like, and to your point, Stan, if Triple H is like, oh, well, I'm going to elevate these people that he trashed, why would he not just instantly come out and make NXT black and yellow again, Mm -hmm. you know, and do that kind of stuff? Like... It's just, you know, it kind of goes back to Brian's argument of, you know, Triple H had that feeding center of talent, Mm -hmm. you know, those people that were hungry. And I think that's what you're missing on the main roster in WWE is no one's hungry. You know, they're all like, we're on the main roster, bitches. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> you know, like NXT, they came in, they were hungry to prove themselves, to to show their product, to create a character. And now it's kind of like, you know? No, what's um, that? Huh? What's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, it's just they're there and they're like, hey. I don't have to prove myself because I'm here. Well, but let's not forget, like when he had, was in charge of NXT, not only did he have his own set of stooges who knew what they were doing, Regal, apparently Michaels, Dusty, right? So he had some big names helping him, mm-hmm. but he also had top tier talent on a you know, the third show. They didn't travel. They did one show a week. Yeah. So booking that, I, I mean, I, you could have fantasy booked that so easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, you, you shouldn't have never failed with that one. I mean, from Samoa Joe to Bobby Roode to Sane to Owens to... Nakamura. Nakamura, Ciampa, Gargano, and the list goes on and on and on. Asuka and Bailey and Charlotte and Sasha and Becky. And again, the list goes on and on and on. Right? It should not have been that hard to turn that show into a hit. You would think somebody with the perceived creative chops that Triple H has, that the you know, the very first day he comes in the door, kind of like what Rob said, he just says, nah, this, this shit sucks. Let's fix this. And and that's what he starts doing. He's made subtle changes, but I haven't seen anything drastic. Yeah. Like you would think he would have a list at home. Yeah. You know, I've been sitting at home for three months, four months trying to not die, but I've noticed 
this, this, and this, and this suck. Right. I mean, like I, I Robert just, Stone. Buy some yeah, fucking yeah. pants to fit. I hate that guy. Him and that guy, Vaughn Wagner. Who the hell is Vaughn freaking Wagner? Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, look, so again, he, I, that's why I said six months. I wouldn't look for anything out of either brand for six months because he's not set up like he was at NXT. And I think it's going to be the slow burn. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be, is he going to make things happen? I don't know, but Brian's right. He doesn't have the people around him. He's got a few. He's got trip. He's got Shawn Michaels. Who else? Well, he just brought back road dog. He let, but go, he doesn't, of Jeff, Jeff, let go of Jeff Jarrett. But he doesn't have William Regal. Right. He doesn't have a dedicated space. One show a week. The grit that NXT had, because they've taken it away with tie-dyed and cartoon <laughs> characters and stupid-ass names. I don't know. What's the main guy? Braun Berkaker, and then you got <laughs> Fru-Fru the Hidden Panda some shit. Fru-Fru the Hidden Panda? Is this new? <laughs> Like I want to see the panda. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, come here and I'll show you the panda. Not well, <laughs> I mean, he could very easily have benefited from his the others that were with him. Mm-hmm. If Road Dog was something special, don't you think the last few years would have been better? Or I don't know, hmm. when Road Dog got released and was finally a free agent, you would have thought that maybe Tony Khan said, hey, I need your brain over here. You're such a smart guy. You're so creative. Come on over here and help my show. But uh, no, that didn't happen. Oh, There's wait, it probably has something to do with Road Dog insulting the shit out of uh, Tony Khan every chance he And then begging for a job. Yeah, then he's like, but I want to come work for you because I want to help. Um... That's not how it works, buddy. <laughs> that's a, that's not how the job market works. I don't know where he got that thought. Oh wait, no, I do. It came from Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I don't I don't put a lot of stock in him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, again, if if there was stock in him, wouldn't somebody like Freddie Prince Jr., who's already said he's going to try and have one, what next year? Yeah, he's in the process of getting it put together. And it's a good possibility it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Wouldn't he have snagged him? Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Big big time WWE producer, writer, whatever you call him, and he's just kind of sitting around for a while. Hmm. I got to ask this question because it was brought up in the chat, and I just – I was scratching my head about this. Is there any truth to the story that Kevin Dunn's father saved a bunch of WWE's tape library back in the day, and which is why he still has a job? I don't know. I had never heard that story before. I've been trying to look it up since I read it in, in the chat, and I'm like, that makes no sense. Fans, for those of you that are like, what the hell, let me give you a little bit of background. In the C2C chat, we talk about everything. And if you ever want to join us, just come to the Corner to Corner Wrestling group on Facebook. And we'll be happy to add you to the chat. One of our frequent chatters, Sonny Chase, great member of the team, um, brings up this story about Kevin Dunn. Says that Kevin Dunn's father, back in the 70s, had rushed into a, a burning building to save 
the WWF at the time tape library. How you spell done? D U N N. Should be D O N E. <laughs> Amen. So anyway, he says that this story is what has kept Kevin Dunn employed because Vince basically told his father he'll always have a job with me. The only thing I've found is on WrestlingInc.com from November of last year claiming that the story is true. Nothing else concrete. If it's true, it sounds exactly like something Vince would do. I certainly can't deny its credibility in that regard. If it's if it's true also, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of because Kevin Dunn didn't do jack squat. His father <laughs> saved the tape library and damn, you go ahead and pay that man cuz okay, I get that. Um but Kevin Dunn, this is the guy that said that he didn't get Becky Lynch. That he didn't right, think so, Becky Lynch was attractive enough to be on television. Go ahead. Pump the brakes. I Uh-oh. guess this would, this might violate. Uh, let's see. Let me look at the rules here again. Oh no! Here we go. Let me look at the rules. Which um, rule are you breaking? Um. The rest is defamatory. Oh no! Would you like to apologize to Sonny real quick? Just oh, tell no. Me you're sorry. I tell you what, tell me what you found. No, nope, no. Nope, and then I'll make an nope. apology. You tell him you're sorry right now, buddy, before I, before I have to bust you out. Say you're sorry. I will tentatively say I'm sorry. All right. That's, that's, his, that's the best you're going to get. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, yep, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to read this one line and then you're going to apologize to him. Okay. Officially apologize. His father, Dennis Dunn, was close to Vince's father. Do I need to continue? I'm going to continue, but I want you to really sincerely apologize. Say your story. Go ahead and continue. Go ahead and continue. Dennis was also the executive producer of Intermedia Productions and used to produce and manage WWE programming from 1972 to 1983. Would you want to apologize now? No, I've seen this. This is off IMDb, correct? One night, his car caught fire. Now, do you want to apologize? Uh-oh. I'm getting closer. Go ahead. I, no, how about you apologize now because you <laughs> see where this is going. No, no, you no. I want know you to where this... finish reading. Finish okay. Reading it. All right. So I'm going to read the next section, and then you'll apologize. <laughs> With tapings of WWE shows inside of it. Okay. So now you can apologize. Are you are you gonna finish it at least? Oh no, I'm gonna finish it. Yes, okay, I want okay. you to apologize. Then, then uh, <clears throat> Sonny, I know you're listening, whether it's on replay or live, and I want to sincerely apologize for being incorrect and assuming your story was false, because clearly it was true, because it's coming from WWE's official website with oh tapings God. of it's WWE shows inside, and he yep. risked his life to save those. If Dunn hadn't have done that, WWE wouldn't have got it into serious trouble. So for this, Vince McMahon Sr. promised Dennis that he would forever take care of him and his son, and they will have a WWE job for their whole lives. <laughs> That's so freaking crazy. I couldn't believe it when I saw this story in the chat. I'm like, what the hell? 
and you know, it always trips me out because remember when Tony Khan and AEW first came out, he always gave us a hard time for calling him TK, right? But Sonny will also, anytime he's talking about Vince, call him what? Brian, what does he call him? Oh, I don't know. Vinny. What's he call? Always calls him Vinny. Well. So he says, of course, Vinny took care of Kevin Dunn because of his dad. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any damn sense. Because well, I swear, I scoured. <laughs> that is insanity. But no, it, it's, it turns out Sonny was dead on. Damn. Well, yeah. Other, other and than Stan was wrong. No, don't. <laughs> Suck it, Stan. It hurts. It hurts. There's pain. It's pain. No chance. Life. That's what you got. <laughs> oh, boo. Boo. Yeah, so I think he said it was a, uh, what, a factory said, or warehouse fire or yeah. something. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to me, and, and I get it because, hey, that is serious loyalty to to save a tape library when you, gotta, you could honestly just save your own life. So, yeah, I could see that. That makes sense. Damn, Kevin Owens beating the piss out of Chad Gable. Wow. And now you're trying to change the subject. <laughs> no, no, just, just getting distracted. <laughs> I've got the IMDb page pulled up, so and I'm like, funny. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've, I've never heard of something like that happening before. I guess it makes sense, though, because, you know, back in the day, it was all on Real to Real and VHS. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's wild. From the files of shit you never thought would be true. (laughs) (laughs) Learn something new every day, I guess. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, Booker T chimed in and said, CM Punk has always been this way. Thanks, Booker T. Appreciate you, buddy. Yep, and if you went to the WWE, Booker would be kissing it. You know he damn sure would, too. CM Punk's just voicing his honest concerns. We should support him. Him and Eric Bischoff, they'd be lining up. There's another guy that cracks me up. He threw in the towel, Brian. Eric Bischoff threw in the towel in AEW. He's given up hope for AEW's growth. Three years in, and AEW is... Well, no, 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 no. Isn't... uh... (laughs) So what, this year would be three? No, that can't be No, this will be four at the end of this year. Four, yeah. You know why he's throwing in the towel, right? Because they're almost at the length of where he was. Yes. They're almost at the, <laughs> at the five-year mark, Eric Bischoff will become so irrelevant, it ain't funny. Listen, I'm not going to say that Tony Khan is perfect. We talked about it a little bit last week about how the roster is pretty big. They have been bringing in a whole lot of people, especially old WWE folks. But they're a long, long ways from losing. How much did they uh, WCW lose in 98? How much did they lose? Uh, it was like what forty million or something crazy. No, no, it was it was it was almost a billion. It was like half a billion dollars. But no, no, no. I mean, hey, you know, AEW is. I can't wait. I can't wait. I literally can't wait. Like he destroyed WCW in five years. Mm-hmm. Almost destroyed Impact or TNA or whatever you want to call it. I it mean, took he literally Impact almost ten years to recover. Yeah, and they still haven't recovered. No, they still haven't been able to get back on TV right. Right. Even though they have some of the best wrestling out there. Yes. They they have never recovered. Did Jack 
shit in WWE. Mm-hmm. Twice. Let go, brought in, let go, brought... <laughs> yeah. His claim to fame is the NWO. Well, and right. his claim to fame is what made him so narrow-minded. He failed in five years. He took a company that had been around almost 100 years and literally, or a lineage of 100 years, not the company, but the, the title goes went back to almost 100 years. And he destroyed it. So Kevin Owens just beat Chad Gable, by the way, with the pop-up powerbomb. The crowd in Toronto goes banana. Thought I'd point that out because that was pretty good pop. Um, what continues to crack me up about Bischoff is that he he knows that when he says these things, people are going to report it. I laugh about it because it's just like, buddy, I see through what you're trying to do. You are getting clicks for your show, but sooner or later, people are going to realize the same thing that today's fan also knows, and that's that much like ECW, WCW's fallout was because one person couldn't get the job done, period. That's it. That's what happened with ECW. It hurts people's feelings because they loved ECW, but that's what happened. That's what happened to WCW because once Hogan was in control creatively and Eric Bischoff said, sure, Hulk, we'll do whatever you want, that was the beginning of the end. I think it's pretty easy to see that. And losing that much money in that short amount of a time. That's because uh, yeah, you brought I mean, in Hogan and all his friends. You brought in all the WWE people that had made their name in WWE. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was going with. And... He rode the wave of Hogan turning bad, and then it just got old. The difference was the WWE was like, fine, take all these people. (laughs) And they had to go with what they had, right? And hence, Austin, Michaels, um, and others got to be somebody, you know? So... It's like you what, said. What year did he, they lose the ratings? Start to lose the ratings. Ninety-eight. Because that was that was like the the fall started in ninety-eight. Once they lost the ratings, they were in a tailspin. So he even he gets the company folded in five years, mm-hmm. but he's only really relevant for about three of those or maybe four of those, I guess you see what I'm saying? Like that last year and a half, two years, whatever it was, that was a flat out tailspin that he wasn't smart enough to recover from. And the fact that your last match on your TV programming was Ric Flair in a t-shirt versus sting in a t-shirt. Yeah. As much well, as let's I take am, his advice. As mm-hmm. much as I'm normally the the well, not normally, but back in the day, very much a pro WWF kid and WWE. Seeing WCW end that way was really sad. Seeing it with Flair, who at that time was really in no shape to wrestle, and that was not not his fault. He was in a position where he was booked that way. 
Sting, who was already hurt as well, not really in a position to wrestle, not in his best condition. That was their final main event. Each. It's crazy. One of these yeah, days, but... I, would, I would love us to do like a, a, a watch along with some of the old 1989 to 1990 WCW stuff. So, something tells me, though, that he. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He had no, he had nothing to do with that last show. Well, who are we talking about? Bischoff. Oh, he was gone before then. Oh yeah. He was out of power by uh, sep- September of uh, 98. Oh, well, yes. He comes back. um, No, I'm sorry, 99, excuse me. He comes back in September of 99. And when did they go into business? 2001, officially. Oh. Yeah, then he was clearly going then. Yeah. Bischoff was in typical Vince fashion. Yeah, go ahead. No, in typical Vince fashion, he screwed up even that. Mm -hmm. You know, Vince could have, like, I've always said, if he would have, even the whole Shane, like I own WCW, Dad, not you. But if you had kept them as separate programs and ran head-to-head, still kind of doing the Monday Night War type thing, that would have gone on for a while. You know? Because we would have still bought the same pay-per-views and all that. But... No, he had to be like, but he was all, he was worst worried. He just was interested in shitting it on, shitting on it. I think it, at the time that it was bought, though, the reason he got it for the discounted rate he got was because he wasn't buying the contracts. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. going to take on the uh, bloated contracts that Nash and Hall had, that Hogan had, Goldberg. He waited till they expired on their deals and then brought them in when he was ready. Well, yeah, but I mean, Bischoff's already come out and said that he was undercut. They made Vince a deal Vince couldn't pass up. Oh yeah, that what was supposedly going to be a, a hundreds of millions of dollars deal, and this is by Bischoff's own words, um, ended up being four million. Yeah, <laughs> it still blows my mind that WCW went for. I'll say it like this: only four million, even though I haven't even scratched a, a million. But still, it is pretty mind-boggling. I mean, even in WWE's worst days right now, they could turn around and sell the library for more than that. 
easily, easily. Damn shame. Yeah, but I, I there's something about the library because I think that's what Tony Khan failed to realize when he bought ROH. So he he just pretty much bought the name alone. No, he bought it all. No, he owns it all. There's something about the the library. No, he, he owns it. You may want to go back and look. Don't he make me look. Look, I just I've found already, I've already father. verified it. I already looked it up on the trademark website. He owns all of it. Oh, is this the same place you looked up that last story? No, I looked, up, <laughs> I looked it up on a government website. Not that the government's always honest, but I looked it yeah, up but, on his own trademark, so he owns it all. Yeah, but He's that not doesn't the mean he, applicant, though. that doesn't mean he owns the old stuff. That just means from that point forward, he would own the stuff. So where where did you find that he doesn't own the library? There was a story not too long ago about it. Okay. I'd have to I'd have to see that. Cuz the story that I saw, I I saw it off of Twitter where the guy was claiming that he only owned like bits and pieces. But if you look up the trademark, he owns everything from the original logo to the new stuff because they transferred ownership of the old stuff. Now, nothing what I will point out is this, and I'll pull it back up here because I have to make sure I'm reading it properly. But the the way it lists the ownership is a, is a little weird from how it normally is. Normally, if you look up a trademark, um, it has the person listed who filed the ownership, the person listed who um, what he owns, the logos, the intellectual property, and all of that with – with this one, it lists the original applicant, which is Sinclair, and then it lists the current owner, which is um, Tony Khan or ROH Acquisition LLC, which is what he calls it. Um, but I'll bring it on. I'll pull it up right now because I, I the the story I saw was that he didn't own like he owns the name, but not the TV rights and all of that. And it's – I'm still unclear as to how that breaks down because the registrant still listed is Ring of Honor Wrestling Entertainment. That's the Sinclair LLC. It says last, he has secured access to International Pro Wrestling Promotions catalog. Right, which is their catalog. However, in the the last listed owner shows ROH Acquisition Company, LLC, with the Jacksonville address, which is Tony Khan's. At the very top, it says digital materials, namely DVDs, featuring entertainment and the performances of professional wrestlers. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that the library? It all it all depends on like if he bought it or not. Well, the library starts now. Like he would own a library going forward. So and that, and that or that he would kind be of, creating one. So this is from what was transferred over to him from Sinclair intellectual now, properties. Yeah. The registrate for it was back in 2011. So from two, let's see, ring of honor was 2002, right? When it first started, maybe Oh three. Okay, anyway. So 2002 to 2003, all the way up to 2011, that would be a great question. Cause that would be a majority of, Samoa Joe's history, Nigel mm -hmm. McGuinness, CM Punk, 
Um, I mean, a shit ton of Austin Aries. So that that is a big question mark. Um, but from everything I'm seeing here so far, unless I'm just not understanding it correctly, it looks like he owns it. Was well, uh, uh, what's Honor Club still up and running? Honor Club. Isn't that the one where you can watch the old stuff? Uh, here we go. Honor Club membership, Ring of Honor Wrestling, ROH Wrestling. So it appears to be. Let's see if we can sign in here. Now it's new logos and everything still. And the owner of ROHWrestling.com is, is under, yeah, ROH Acquisition Company, LLC. Um, but yeah, it appears to be up and running. I don't and have a if you Google who owns Ring of Honor Library, it says Ring of Honor, trade name Ring of Honor, key people Tony Khan. Yeah. Own Tony Khan, television, live events, pay per view, merchandise, home video, video on demand, streaming, and network services. Right. So he has he has the rights to broadcast it on television. Does Turner have any more channels that needs wrestling? You got one on NB. You got one on TBS, Ring of Honor, uh, TNT, CNN. You can put one on CNN. Wouldn't surprise me if CNN did it. <laughs> you know, Ring of Honor, CNN. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Is it, what is it? Oh, TCM. Turner Classic Movies. Uh, put it there. That is a really good question. Looking at these different applications, because here's the interesting part. One out of Chicago. This one was just filed May 6th. Interesting. Yeah. There's a dead, a dead filing for Ring of Honor in ROH from 2004 it was abandoned by Kerry Silka and that was uh, when he the owner or president or whatever he the official owner before Sinclair Broadcasting mm -hmm. so if we go back kind of tracking our steps here from there to Ring of Honor that's uh, for Dallas Cowboys Football Club Ring of Honor for another Dallas Cowboys thing. So it's a it's a shared it's interesting. It's a shared um, trademark. Uh, da, 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 and here it is. This is where the guy pulled most of his data when he first put the story out there. The first the first time this got reported, the guy was saying that ROH was owned under ROH acquisition, but there was no trademark for ring of honor which all you had to do is look it up you could find it um and in the bottom part of it it says the production professional wrestling performances rendered live and through various various media it also shows um well what i read earlier we're talking about television and digital media so it's it's definitely interesting Makes you wonder. Yeah, it do. <laughs> well, I mean, people have lost more, uh, you know, under less when you look at it. 
when people go to purchase a bunch of stuff, do a bunch of things, they, you know, there's, there's sometimes pages slip through the cracks. I suppose anything is possible as far as what, what, uh, what happens next. Be the best way I could describe it. We will find out. <laughs> so, we talked about CM Punk and uh, his uh, confrontation with John Moxley leading into what's coming up this Wednesday, where the uh, interim champion faces the current world. Ch- I don't know how to word this, but CM Punk and John Moxley for the undisputed title will go that direction. Um, but it wasn't just that on Dynamite that happened. We had a lot, I mean a lot, of really good wrestling on Dynamite this past week. Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia in a two out of three falls matchup. Um, Jeez. Garcia is, I, I think Brian said it first, Garcia is the next big star. Um, he is coming up just like Wheeler Yuta did. And he could very easily be that guy very quickly. I thought it was a great match. I thought Dynamite was a solid show. Mm-hmm. Uh, first fall for this matchup was uh, Danielson getting uh, getting choked out in a dragon sleeper. Second fall... <clears throat> Second fall was a quick three count by Brian Danielson after Garcia just continued to lay him out, including a DDT on the outside, which busted him open. Um, that must be the new thing for Danielson. I guess everybody in the Blackpool fight got Blackpool combat club. Good Lord is uh, prone to just bleeding and getting their heads kicked in or DDT in, so to speak. Unless you're Mox, then the wind blows. <laughs> I, as CM Punk said, he would have he would have laid a hand on him, but he didn't want John Mox to Moxley to bleed all over him. That was that was pretty funny. Third fall was uh, probably the best out of all of them. Garcia and Danielson, just man, I I don't know if you're gonna find another matchup as good as this one. Um, I don't even know if they could pull it off again the second time, but. The sharpshooter that Daniel Garcia does now is called the Dragon Tamer. Uh, Chris Jericho must have fi- found four or five different variations to try to call it. But the first one he said was the Dragon Tamer. Um, but it, it turns out to be Danielson getting some some great counter-wrestling in and getting the victory by submission with the LaBelle lock. Rest in peace, by the way, to Gene LaBelle, who is a, a wrestling legend and the namesake for the LaBelle lock. Brian Danielson wins a great matchup, but it was the aftermath that made people talk even more. Jericho comes to the ring, tries to attack Brian Danielson, and Garcia gets in the way. The crowd starts chanting, you're a wrestler. And Jericho gets in the face of Garcia, telling him he needs to make up his mind. I don't know, Brian, is Garcia going face already? I don't know. That's what I said. You got to get your own answer. No, that's my answer. I don't know. I think they're just trying to get the crowd a chance to figure him out, you know? 
one way or the other. And if they give you more screen time, it helps them out. Does that make sense? Garcia has a very unique approach to him. Um, there's not a lot of guys out there that can wrestle as well as he. What the hell is going on in the back area? <laughs> you got baseball bats. First, it was the car accident, Brian. Then this past Monday, it was the mysterious hand. And now we've got a riot squad in the back with baseball bats. <laughs> but nobody's talking about it three weeks in a row the first time was the car accident nobody talks about it on commentary <laughs> last week that random ass hand that well i don't guess anybody would talk about that but now this week it's the why does these guys have baseball bats <laughs> somebody's got to ask that question top quality booking <laughs> that's just a uh, high quality entertainment sir the Varsity Blondes and the Ass Boys were next. Um, I don't know. This match was just kind of eh, whatever. It was quick. But we get the another turn for the gun club. I'm confused. Brian, help me out. What it's is not happening with the gun club? It's not a turn. They just dump somebody. They dump their father. Yeah, but that's not a that's not a turn. They were already bad guys. And they're also dealing with family issues. Yeah, right. They're also bad wrestlers. We'll put it out there with that. No, I don't think they're that bad. Didn't even didn't even come close to hitting dad on that one punch. Yeah, that was come on, fellas. You gotta lay it in. It's your father. Hey, it's a family business. Oh are are you gonna beat your father up? No. My father's not even, in the even if y'all were in the ring, would you would you just lay the punches in there? His no, dad would let him get close. My dad would kick the shit out of me. By the time, I'm sure that's their thoughts too. By the time Stan started, all of a sudden Stan would be sitting there on the ground holding his throat like <laughs> What the hell just happened? His dad would have throat punched him and fixed the coffee. <laughs> He'd be sitting down drinking a cup of coffee. You all right now? You going to get up? He'd be like, shh. <laughs> um, let's see here. We get uh, the acclaim making the save. Um, <laughs> and one more time, we get the peace offering from Anthony Bowen saying, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> uh, I can't say that phrase with a straight face. How about you, Brian? Can you? Hmm? Say the line. No, I'm not saying the line. Say the line. Mm-mm. <laughs> Say the line. Brought to you by W Energy Drinks. <laughs> hey, uh, W Energy Drinks are amazing. That's right. That's right. Get yourself the Dub Sludge Energy Drink today with the coupon code of C2C Radio. Y'all really need to do better than that. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're not helping here, buddy. Do some ad reads. Come on. You're the host. Make that money. Well, make that money. Let's go. That's what your job is. That's what your job is. You're supposed to be the money of this deal, aren't you? Mm-mm. Rob and I are the background. You're the talent. That's how this always been. Mm-mm. You're the host. You we get to do that special player. stuff. Special stuff. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Just, I have a drink. Of my W energy drink. Hey, what flavor is your favorite flavor? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
Thanks, Rob. The beach and peach is some people's favorite. That's for sure. That is good. It's tangy. Uh, let's see here. Jungle Boy and Christian Cage is now confirmed for All Out. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Started off not so much. Um, Jungle Boy, I guess, got in trouble for wearing the t-shirt that said Christian's a pussy. Um, is that like the worst they can do? The guys have a brawl, um, but we get Cage and Jungle Boy next on pay-per-view. I don't know what to say about this matchup except for great for Jungle Boy because hopefully he gets a victory. Although it kind of wouldn't surprise me if Christian won and they stretch this out a little bit. I don't know. Maybe we get another turn by, by Luchasaurus. That dumb dinosaur. <laughs> he goes from from green to gray to why don't we just do let's just do it you know what you've already changed his music to be like canes let's just put him in a red and black mask let's have him shoot flames from the corner post by god let's just do it what's up filthy breakfast thanks for uh thanks for joining us glad to have you on just having him in the uh in the chat room Filthy breakfast. That's right. That's right. Giving us giving us some some applause. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and now you are required to go to w.gg. Go to w.gg and get yourself some W energy drink. You want to support the show. That's what you can do for us. All right. So stick it with our dynamite coverage Dang. here. <laughs> Early breakfast olds calling Brian out, saying, what up, Brian? Wow. That's dubby.gg. D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. I will give you the address. I'll even type it in there for you. Let me just do that right now. D-U-B-B-Y. I don't want to misspell it. And use the coupon code of C2C Radio. Get yourself 10% off. Get some Dubby. This time of day, anytime, any any savings is good savings. That's right. That's right, sir. All right. So we got uh, Kylan King versus Tony Storm. Uh, I blinked and missed it. This match was really fast, in my opinion. Um, Tony Tony Storm gets a win. Looks like they're building for her to possibly get a title shot against Thunder Rosa. Um, Didn't she already get one because Batliner's out? That. I thought that they were talking about it, but like I said, this match went by kind of quick, in my opinion. So no, no, I must last week. Last week, okay. Yeah, I think they said it last week. I think that's right. Dragon Age, that new flavor. You're absolutely right, Filthy. You're correct. I'm gonna call him Filthy for short. Can I call you Filthy, sir? Or ma'am? I don't even know. Is it a ma'am? Is it a sir? In this day and age, who knows? The real story of Dynamite is what I've been leading to this entire time, and it is... Stan a man or a woman? Oh, wait. That's a mystery? Don't get me distracted. I know. Woman. (laughs) Wow. That's just mean. Mean and hateful, Rob. Los... Excuse me. Not Los, but Le Faccion... Which is Andrade El Idolo... 
Roosh and Dragon Lee, the dream team in my opinion, taking on the Young Bucks and a mystery partner that turns out to be none other than the Paco Venom. Donaco. Do not who are you to question the ability of Paco Donaco? <laughs> the best belt machine cleaner Kenny Omega makes his return to I mean, they blew the roof off when the announcement made Justin Roberts did a phenomenal job on the on the call for the announcing. Oh yeah. I'm not a Justin Roberts fan, but I will say the way he did it, you know, he had this for breakfast. Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> and he is often flown out of North Carolina. I like that. Justin Roberts just to eat. Why wouldn't you let this guy in WWE when he was announcing? Why wouldn't you just let him have some fun? Because he does. He does great with his announcing. So this was cool. Brian, you're the guy. You're the go-to for Kenny Omega knowledge. What was it like for you seeing Kenny Omega come back? Um, okay. He came back. Okay. Don't let the emotion overwhelm you. I know this was an exciting time. Did it seem, though, in all seriousness... Um, did it seem to you that he was uh, maybe a little a little bit hesitant or maybe like he was favoring, maybe trying to make sure he was ready to go? Well, I mean, you could clearly see he wasn't um, – <clears throat> he wasn't firing on, you know, all cylinders, I guess. But mm-hmm. what he fired on is still better than 90%. 95% of all the other wrestlers in the world. So, I mean, that's why he's one of the best. And you bring him in on a three and a six way match so that he can, we can see what he can do. He can kind of tiptoe his foot in the water before he gets out and has a whole. You know, before he has a single thing, work out the cakes, you know? Yeah. I thought yeah, he I mean, looked good. I felt like he, he was um, he was in as about as good a shape as you would expect for somebody that went through as many surgeries and re- rehabs that he's had to go through. Um, plus, when they did the – they sat him up on top of the rail on the outside of the ring – Andrade and Roosh are holding him while Dragon Lee goes barreling through, barreling through the ropes and just basically almost decapitates him, hitting him over the rail into the crowd. Um, if there was a question as to whether or not he was ready and clear to perform, I think that answered that question. Okay. Did you have a question? No, what I was one of those pauses again. No, what I what I said was what I said was if there was a question, I think that really answered it. Yeah, but you paused like there was a question. Well, you're welcome to interject anytime you want. You threw us for a loop. You're easily thrown though. It's not exactly hard. You're like, hey, I'm not saying there's a question, but there's a question. There's a question. (laughs) Fine, fine. 
Back to the boring old, hey guys, what did you think? So, okay, hey guys, what did you think of in La Faction and Gobernabili actually losing this early on? We talked about it last week, Brian. You mentioned that this might be a missed opportunity. You still feel the same way, even even with seeing Kenny Omega back. Listen, you were you had to be foolish not to know it was Kenny Omega. Like there was still, nobody else. Part of me still thought they were going to try a swerve and have it be Cutler or somebody at first. Remember, we we kind of talked about that last week. I just I don't know. I wasn't sure because I don't know. I just did, didn't have a whole lot of confidence that that it was going to be him. I mean, that's all they've been talking about, how he's coming back. And now there's a trio tournament that was evidently delayed for God knows how many months. Why? Because the elite weren't in it. Right. Um, but yeah, I'll say it again. I, th- I think it was foolish that they, w- that they paired them off in the same or in the first round. Yeah. I mean, you literally could have had the house of block black. You could have had the elite. You could have had Andrade's faction, and you could have had uh, what, what is Cole's group? Um, the undisputed, I think. Undisputed, what yeah, whatever. Yeah. That could have been your foursome, your final four. You could have made magic with that, no, but knowing that the elite and the uh, error were going to face off in the finals, but. God, you, you couldn't have put the Young Bucks and Kenny versus uh, the Trust Busters. Yeah, some of the some of the uh, bracketing is was concerning to me also. The Trust Busters, while they are intriguing to watch, like they're creating interest, I don't know that I would have put them in the tournament. You have too many other higher higher level trios that you could have put in. Well, I don't mind they're in there. It's just that, you know. I think you could have could have very easily like uh, put them against somebody else. Did they win Friday night? Uh, let me pull up the rampage results while you're asking. Uh, the Trustbusters lost against the best friends. Okay, so that's that's one of your throwaway teams, though. Mm-hmm. That almost is guaranteed to lose. So why not pair them with another team and then, you know, that's guaranteed to win and then let Andrade's team manage to get by somewhere. Yeah. I mean the, the, like, for example, the dark order, I think I'd have put them in the first round, maybe uh, on the other side of the bracket. Um, I completely agree right now. You've got so many different possibilities. Like to me, the best friends against the house of black will be a good matchup. But House of Black in the finals against against the Elite would be great, especially if if what we're seeing here is just really Kenny getting himself comfortable back up to snuff, and then by the finals we've got you know I won't say peak Kenny Omega, but normal. Who's the House of Black face again? Uh, let's take a look here. Brackets are a little confusing. Trios tournament. Is it a Death Triangle? No. Mm, uh, let me look. <laughs> Trio's tournament brackets. I had it pulled up and then I changed it over just to look at the results. Here we go. All right, so Taos of Black against Dark Order. Oh. 
Yeah, that's the trust busters and best friends. So to me, it should be House of Black over Dark Order. And then best friends against House of Black. House of Black should win that. And then on the other side of the bracket, it's Death Triangle and Aussie Oprah and Will Ospreay. That's this week, by the way. That's going to be another great matchup. So Death Triangle against Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. The winner of that match takes on the Bucks and Kenny Omega. So that takes on the Elite. Oh, my Lord. So Osprey and Aussie Open against the Elite? The Elite should go out second round. Jeez. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Okay. Either one of those teams should wreck the Elite. House of Black or? Well, no. Oh, okay. Death Triangle or Aussie Open. Okay. I mean, if they don't, if they don't, if they don't beat the Bucks, then and and Omega, that's just absolutely nuts. I actually, you know what? I actually agree with you. Um, to me, it's more intriguing of a story to see the Bucks come out on the losing end of this because we already know that Kenny. I mean, let's face it, Kenny Omega got the face reaction because he's been gone so long, but they, the crowd wants to cheer for Kenny Omega, so that's probably going to happen. And I think well, the Bucks are going to continue down that road of getting the uh, face reaction. All you have to do is go find the video of what Kenny said after the show oh went off there. Yeah, exactly. Like their face. Like, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could do, by the way, I could do without Don Callis ever on my TV again. His commentary mm. is annoying as hell. But, I mean, if they... Uh, to me, Aussie Open should beat Osprey and Aussie Open should beat um, Death Triangle, and then they should just literally obliterate the Elite. I think I want to see Os- Osprey and Aussie Open beat the Elite, and then I want to see them go against House of Black. Yes. That's your, that's to me, that's the dream finals. That's, that's mm-hmm. a great, great finals match. And then have, hopefully by that point, Cole and uh, who wasn't cleared, Fish will be cleared so we can get the undisputed versus the elite at all out. Well, no. Shit. Well, yeah, I guess you could get that. I guess you would get that, right? I think that'd be the smartest way to do it. And plus, yeah. you know, with Kenny Omega kind of making those uh, mild stabs at, at Will Ospreay after Forbidden Door, mm-hmm. um, let's let's go ahead. Let's go full on and build to Will Ospreay against Kenny Omega. Let's do that. I am all in for that. No. No, no. No, no. Not till Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom, by the way, this year, Brian, is only going to be one day. Amazing. However, supposedly, you know, the forbidden door is still open, right? That's why we're seeing. Yes. And it's supposed to go exactly like I said, where it'll culminate at least till Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I'm da- I'm down with the big feuds until Wrestle Kingdom. Like, again, I will sit up till three o'clock in the morning and start watching a pay-per-view. Oh, that show or... is damn sure worth the time. Yeah. I have a hypothetical for you guys. What if Kenny Omega isn't actually 100% protected on, on Wednesday, although that, that shot he took over the rail is hard to, hard to argue with. 
protected on Wednesday, comes in this week, gets, we'll just say gets clipped. Somebody takes his knee out from under him early in the match. The Bucks lose to Aussie Oprin and Will Ospreay, and then Omega's out for another few weeks. Or maybe in another, another couple of months, just to continue to perpetuate that Will Ospreay put him on the shelf. Hmm. I mean, I think you can do it just by them losing. I don't think you need to take Omega off TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have many months to go before. Oh yeah, January. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think this is probably one of the matches that was supposed to be in Chicago that we missed. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think we'll get it at Wrestle Kingdom, and I think it'll probably start in late November. Mm-hmm. The build until then, they can the elite can, you know, six man champs or whatever they're going to do with them. But <clears throat> I, 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 I mean, you would be foolish not to have Osprey beat him now, though. Just so when he got to Wrestle Kingdom. Omega could beat him. If that makes sense. Like, he should lose to Osprey every time he's in the ring right now. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I said Kenny's one of the best, but he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Osprey's by far better than Kenny at this point in time. Dexter Dexter Loomis just hijacked Miz, put him in a sleeper, and dragged him out through the crowd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good job, Triple H. <laughs> uh, I like the, I like the concept of uh, Osprey beating Omega until Omega is either back up to where he feels he's at full strength, or he feels he can finally, or maybe he just gets so frustrated that he demands demands another shot, one last shot. At Will Ospreay and finally gets the victory at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Plus, it'd be a nice way to kind of close out his Japan time. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's not not going to retire anytime soon. I don't know that Kenny Omega is really that close to being done, but I feel like he does want to kind of close some of the chapters of his career. Mm, I think he he's going to embrace the being a face. Yeah. I mean, especially after that. Um, promo or whatever he call he whatever you call it, talking to the crowd. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna go face and embrace it. How can he get mad at that little kitty cat? <laughs> That's what he <laughs> said in the video. It poops and pees all over the house. You get mad cleaning it up, but how can you stay mad at that cute little kitty cat? <laughs> Kenny, if you're listening though, bro, it's called a litter box. Yeah, really. I mean. <laughs> Your cat's pooping everywhere. You got a problem. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't own cats. You know, just yeah. saying, if you can't figure Maybe it out. Maybe roll up the newspaper and whack it one good time, and it'll stop pooping all over the place. Put their nose in it. You know what I mean? Like something. <laughs> I mean, my dog, you know, she doesn't tend to do that anymore. You know why? I, I punished her once. It doesn't happen anymore. I'm just saying. But, I, I mean, he, you know, he's he's been through a lot. Let's give him a break. Poor cat. All I know is he's in the next loot crate, and it better be an autograph. Because I'm tired of trying to find one. Oh man, you still haven't gotten an Omega no, autograph? No, I still have not gotten an Omega. 
He's going to get one in Chicago. No, that got ruined. He's been in pro wrestling crates. No, that got ruined. I tried Young Bucks merch years ago. No, couldn't get one there. He's probably heard you talk about it. Uh, no, 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 no. You tell that Brian Taylor guy no. <laughs> no, as long as I know you've been on the shelf for months, you should have been able to <laughs> sign a lot of them. You take that picture out of his box. You give him uh, give him Jake Roberts. Yeah, he can have Jake Roberts. <laughs> he ain't getting mine. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, all it is is pretty much the stupid symbol. <laughs> you know what I'm He's, saying? That's true. He doesn't really sign very different. Yeah. It is kind of a cool looking symbol, though. That's why I'm hoping there's a $100 addition to this stupid video game with his signature in it. I'm resorting to tactical, you know, crazy means to get one. You know what sucks though? Like, the GM game that they have, there's no, like, unlockables that I'd really... I'm not going to pre-order Fight Forever to get unlockables in their GM game. I don't play their casino game. And they don't have, like, a super card that you can... (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like... If there's not some kind of major autograph or whatever in there, I'm just going to get the regular game. I would imagine it'd be like the WWE. Forget the super card unlockable. Yeah. I mean, look at the John Cena. You got an exclusive figure. You got his autograph. You got... Oh, what else was in that stupid thing? Uh, Didn't that come with a shirt or a hat? No. uh -uh. It was the, the autograph with the matte patch. Yep. It was an exclusive figure. All the DLC stuff. Yeah, the DLC stuff. I um, think there was exclusive DLC to that, like the C, the C Nuff or something shirt or something. Yeah. Was, same thing with the Undertaker version. Came in a little coffin, I think. My favorite one is the one that uh, had the, the demon in it, the NXT edition. Mm-hmm. So it had the demon, that's uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's... Um, mm-hmm autograph and what else was there a Samoa Joe thing in there yeah, and an Austin it was like Aries the NXT yeah. version yeah where did I put that Austin Aries card did you I put it in the kitty litter somewhere. box no I got <laughs> I actually like Austin Aries he, he a little weird just a little little weird y'all talking about slam crate mm-mm huh the uh oh. Video game uh, swag y'all get. Yeah, well, from the pre-order for uh, 2K. Mm-hmm. I'm curious as to what next year's is going to be. Who do you think they put on the cover for next year? What, 2K? Yeah. Triple H? Yeah, maybe <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> the game edition of the game. <laughs> it's going to be a picture of him smashing a dinosaur head with a sledgehammer. Oh, wow. Vince's old uh, jawbone. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Yeah, it'll be Cody. Watch. It'll be Cody. Because he'll Cody, be back by then. Cody, Cody, yeah. Cody. It'll be the uh, American Nightmare Edition. Actually, yes! I, I would be kind of looking forward to that. That could be Cody I would cool. buy that. Yes. Yeah. Well, if, I, I, like, I, if they had like a figure, an autograph. Yeah. And it's got to come with the single. It's got to come with Kingdom by Downstate. <laughs> so I can play it on repeat. John, well, I'm trying to it. think. Uh, what was this What was this past year? Rey Mysterio? Yeah. Yeah, Mysterio. There wasn't really anything to this year's. 
Because your big set was the NWO version. Yeah, that they made digital. What a stupid yeah. idea that was. Well, no, yeah, but now you can buy the set. You can buy the NWO stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can. And it's all Road to WrestleMania. It's two tiers behind. Three, three tiers, because it's uh, WrestleMania 38, Ronin, and now SummerSlam BCE. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the NWO. Um, oh, the, D- buy the just DLC. the DLC. Yeah. Because yeah. I have that full of supercar, double. Oh, have you finally stopped playing it, like, entirely? I mean, when's the last time you saw me do anything? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I uh, Rob hit start the other day on uh, Team Battleground, and I just happened to notice it was done in the middle of the day. Um, and I wasn't able to get everything finished because I, I will log in and play it. I still play it quite a bit, but not nothing regarding, like, how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Our team ain't done shit in the last few months. It's just ridiculous. Maybe we'll just kick everybody out again and just rebuild it. We've done it before. Well, I mean, if ain't none of us playing it, it's just there to as a placeholder more than anything else. Um, Damn. That's kind of sad. If the game outlasts us, that, that hardly ever happens. Just, Usually we outlast a, the games. <laughs> I mean, it's only been seven years. Yeah. It's not like you can really get ahead in that game unless you, like, pay. Yeah, and you got to pay a lot to be ahead of it. So, or you got no life and you can sit down and play a million games a day. Well, Triple H just said, I'll see your question as to what my surprises are, and I'll raise you Johnny Gargano. Ooh. That's Johnny. Ooh, it's Johnny. Johnny's back. Good for him. Wow. Toronto loves Johnny Gargano. They're all on their feet. Twitter. I'm glad he's back. Johnny Gargano. I'm glad he's back, but it won't nothing ever come of it. Maybe we'll get some Johnny Gargano versus uh, Champa. Champa fights again. Yeah. The highest he'll go is a mid-card title. I see your U.S. Hmm. Never touch the world. Or universal. Range would beat the piss out of him. <laughs> Choke him out with the uh, front chancery lock he does. That'd be nasty. Johnny Wrestling Choke. <laughs> you're saying he can't beat the tribal chief is what you're saying. He's not beating. He's not beating Range. Could he beat Drew McIntyre? No. No. Could he beat Cody Rhodes? No. Well, no. Could he beat The Miz? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's messed up. You can't say he can't beat The Miz. Come on. Really? The Miz is God Champa. All right, that's fair. That's fair. If Champa cheats on his behalf, all right, I'll give you that. That's fair. That's fair. Now, don't let them say anything. Just cut to commercial. <laughs> That's what WWE does. By the way, the third hour of Raw was uh, reported today to be going through limited commercials, probably because of this. And well, whatever else. Gargano's back? Yeah. 
Oh my lord. We got Edge and uh, Damian Damian Priest tonight too. Oh, for Pete's sake, that's a main event Yay. in the world. <laughs> Not excited about Edge. Okay. Uh, well, I'm afraid I don't have anything else to show you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> if that doesn't do it for you, I don't know, man. Oh well. I tried. I tried, Mr. Triple H, sir. I tried. Didn't work. Impact Wrestling, by the way, has wrestling figures coming out. I don't know if you saw it, but Chella Toys is going to be making four highlighted figures. Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, Moose. Moose. Uh, help me out, Brian. I'm sure you saw the announcement as well. Who are the other two? Uh, those are the only two I remember. Was it right. um, Diana? Diana Prazo, yes, that's the other one. And I want to say it's either Sammy it's, Callahan or... No, I don't think it's Sammy. Is it Eddie? Uh, Eddie Edwards, yes. Are you sure? Let me... I'm pulling up the image right now. Eddie Edwards, Diana mm-hmm. Prazo, Moose, mm-hmm. and Jordan Grace. Um, in a cartoon-like images, so you really can't get a good feel as to how they're going to really look. But... Outside of Jordan Grace's sculpt, which, if that's even close to a sculpt, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> and she should be upset. Makes it look like she swallowed somebody's face. Um, it's still it's exciting to see. I'm, I'm anxious to see what they can turn out for that. I still need to keep an eye out for those Legends ones. Which one with the legend? Oh, that's the um, Bruiser Brody. Yes, yes, those Burn. are the ones that Shane showed us. Yeah. Yeah. You go to cellatoys.net. You've got a wide variety of Hasbro style Bruiser Brody included. Hayabusa, which is cool. Jay White, Bull Nakano. I don't know who that is in the golden top hat. The BWO Haku. Uh, that's Tamatanga. And coming soon under theirs is an Ethan Page Hasbro edition, Adam Bomb, Giant Haystacks, two different editions of that one, Dynamite Kid, Big Daddy, Al Snow, Gangrel. Wow, they got a lot of different ones coming out. That's cool. Look forward to seeing that. Hmm. Wrestling figure-wise, um, CM Punk, the exclusive, is available at Walmart right now. It's also available in Target. So one is unmatched and one is unrivaled. Yeah, but one's a Walmart exclusive. The other one is not. Right. The unrivaled is the, um, well, shit. Which one is it, Brian? Is it unrivaled that's the exclusive or unmatched? Uh, I don't remember. I know one. And then you got the Adam Page, too. Yep. The Adam Page. In Walmart. The belt and the cowboy gear. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. And then you got the Illuminary uh, Lionheart. Yeah, the CM Punk Unrivaled is the Walmart exclusive. The Unmatched is the available everywhere. Good luck, because them little... Toy scalpers are snatching them up quick. Oh my god! That plus the pricing of them. 
they're they're starting to learn that 300 per figure isn't going to get that job done. But they're not learning too much because they're starting at $80 just to ship out the ones that are going to be available everywhere. Not the Chase editions, just the ones available everywhere. Well, that's because people are dumb enough to buy it. Like, I'm not spending 80 bucks for a CM Punk figure. Oh, I'm not doing it for any of them. Outside of the Chase figure, if I really wanted it that bad, I want to find them in the store. You know, I'll spend 22 because that's what it's going to cost with tax. You know, that's been, you know, the 10 when I'm lucky enough to see it go on sale at uh, Target. But I'm not going to I'm not going to do that either because I, I don't want to lend any credence to that kind of that kind of behavior. Now, you this, bought two of them already. Shut up. The, the sting that I got for my wife because she wanted sting. I only paid twenty five dollars for that's before shipping. And I got it all off Amazon. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's three bucks. Five yeah, bucks, exactly. Whatever. That's, exactly. That's paltry. Which one do I have? I think I just have the Luminary one. I think that was the only one I found. Yeah, I think that was it. So, I'll, I mean, I'll keep an eye out for the Punk. Mm-hmm. And should I find it, I'll buy it. But the same thing with the Adam Page. But well, I'm think, not going to go looking for it. I think it, much like the um, the Brody Lee, it'll take two more sets and then it'll be available everywhere. You know, Brody but, Lee, you couldn't find him anywhere. And then, you know, the Best Friends set came out. And then the newest edition of Unmatched started coming out. And now suddenly Brody Lee is everywhere. I'd be out to see a Brody. Of course, Air uh, Target and Walmart suck ass. If you go to Locust Groves, they've got two the last time I was in there, which was a week ago. And the Central Park one had two or three of them as well. Two what? Brody Brody's. Lee's. I know the Walmart I went to in Hampton had three of them. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Air Walmart just finally put out the superpowers uh, in cap like everybody else has been getting. Shit, our, my Walmart is still stuck on uh, the Batman toys. That That's as close as we've gotten to new stuff. Well, the problem with this Walmart here is it's got that old lady in charge and she can't reach the goddamn shelf. Well, so Walmart is fucking whack. Yeah. So I I went online and found the Supermobile and the and I ordered the Supermobile and the Batwing, right? Right. Boom. Supermobile comes through I or just send it to Walmart. Get it at Walmart, go pick it up. I look, no Batwing, right? Out of stock. Okay. So I looked like later that day. Oh, it's back in stock. Let me order it again. Out of stock. Wait, well, just a bitch, right? I walk into fucking Walmart and there's like seven or eight of them damn things. Was this the one in uh, Central Park? No, the one in Culpeper. Shit. So you got to watch them stupid websites. 
Oh, I've had stuff like with their Walmart pickup. Mm-hmm. Like I've had it where they're like, oh, it's unavailable. It's unavailable. So before I go pick up my Walmart order, I'll walk in the store and there it is on the shelf. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just the person didn't want to walk around the, around the corner and be like, oh, you meant that one? Oh. Well, I mean, the Batwing was like, it's not even in stock. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like online. It's like, it's not even nowhere near us. And I walk in, there's like six of them. Oh, you meant that Batwing. Yeah, that Batwing. Right. And they had the John Stewart that was out of stock. So. Yeah. Central Park had it, had it hooked up. They had the whole end cap. Um, they knew you were coming. I wasn't able to pick them up. But knowing that they'll have them means they'll restock them. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think, I think now that the end caps are out, yeah, you shouldn't have a problem finding them. I wouldn't delay too long. The only good, the only good thing about Walmart is you know if they have it at one, if they don't have it at one, you can get it at another. Yeah, exactly. Well, most times anyway, they'll most ship it from your. They'll ship it from that one to yours. Right. It's like that TV I wanted at Black Friday. It was like, oh, it's not available. Wait a minute. It's available at Locust Grove. Holla. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Upcoming cut us stuff. Off, isn't it? Uh, we got about four minutes, three minutes rather. So let's see. This week coming up, we've got the undisputed title match between CM Punk and John Moxley. Fellas, who's your pick? CM Punk. CM Punk, Rob? CM Punk. CM Punk, I agree, CM Punk. Unless, Brian didn't think it was really likely, unless MJF does what uh, some have said and that uh, comes in and disrupts the whole thing. No, I, I, don't, I think I have an issue with him being a face. He's not going to be a face. He, even if he does a face run, it's going to be short-lived. It's the kind of guy that that turns face only to turn heel much sooner and get a better crowd reaction just because he turned on us. You know, I, I mean? literally, I literally would not be shocked if he doesn't come in as a heel, help CM Punk, and then turns on Punk somewhere down down. Right, line. that actually that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't remember who said it, but it's basically the guy that's able to out motherfucker the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To out piss off the people. I think that's really going to be the key. Um, other than that, we got Clash of the Castle on September the 3rd, which is a Saturday. Uh, all out September the 4th. We'll do predictions next week. And, uh, hey, that's going to do it for us uh, this oh. week. Go ahead. Guess what I finally got on my pro wrestling crate. Uh-oh, what would you finally get? One of them stupid little Chase micro brawlers. Ooh, which one did you get? A Harley Race. Kind of cool. Nice. King Harley Race, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I got to start getting into those Michael Brawlers. I have a Candice LeRae one. I think you gave that one to me. Yeah. I think you are the one that gave it to me. I got to start getting those. Me? Or Rob? Either you or Rob. I think it might have been Rob. I got some you can have. I got some you can buy from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll write you a check. <clears throat> nah, shit. I you need cash. Get- the check ain't good. I didn't say it would be. You didn't say you needed money. (laughs) 
You can catch up with your boys on Twitter. Catch up with Brian at Vlad Dragul C2C. That's V-L-A-D-D-R-A-G-O-O-L C2C. Blah, blah, blah. Catch up with Rob at Rob Hefner C2C. Catch up with me at Stan Grubb. And catch up with the show at C2C Radio Show and C2C Radio Show.com. Thanks again for listening. Have a There's great a week. But we got three minutes left. We got 30 seconds left. No, you didn't start early, did you? Uh, um, no, actually, I started right on time, but it says that we got a minute 59, minute 38, 34. Okay, what do you got? Hit us with it. It'll cut us off. Just do it. I got like five minutes left on my phone. That's so weird. I think I've got two, but it, again, it's showing. Just Come on, what do you got? <laughs> it cuts us off. What the hell, right? He's going to leave us in suspense. Damn it. <laughs> he's waiting to. Oh, what is Hawkins, right. please? Stranger Things. Oh. That's cool. Is that a t shirt? I want that. That's a t shirt. All right. Well, just tell him bye, and then we can just keep gabbing for. All right. Well, thanks long. again for listening, to everybody. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time right here on Corner. Why'd you put the music on? Now nobody hears. 